Yourself. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me as always is the degenerate gambler to my successful millionaire, Bradford Omen. Come on, let's go roll some dice. You got any, you got any cards? Always coming up. Come double, on, I got a slot. Double ones, snake eyes. Just let me put another quarter of the slot machine. Come on. Is this a bit? This is a new guy? You came up with this. You said I was a degenerate gambler. What is a degenerate gambler? It's a it's it's part of the leg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you saved it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have two very special guests. I don't think by no, by now they need no introduction, uh, except for this is a podcast, not a video. Right. So Susan Swarner, Ben Bloom, welcome back to the show. Guys. Yeah, happy to be here. Kind of wish you time. hadn't introduced us. We just like come in and start talking. No one ever knows. Everybody knows who it is. No Doesn't one ever matter. knows. Guess who the guests show. are. Yeah. Nobody you know personally, so you'll have a hard time guessing it. Hey, yeah. so is their friends listen to this show. They they yeah. have people that listen. You are our friends. We know we know a couple, <laughs> we listen to it. We know a it's couple fine. of people outside of you guys. And they're they're both listening. Yeah, yeah both for of sure. them. Hi, My mom. King, King David Lane. <laughs> yeah, King David Hi, Lane. King Tut. And the ghost of King Tut is our best friend. He yeah. listens every time. Mm-hmm. How are you guys? We're we're good. You look. You both look healthy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Super healthy. <laughs> uh, we're just excited to be back talking yeah. movies with you two. It is that is now. I think I'm going to just say that when I run in. Oh my! You look healthy. Yeah. People, it takes people off. It catches them off guard. Mm-hmm. The fact that you said like, it makes me think that we don't. We look healthy. normally don't look healthy. Yeah. Right. Or <laughs> well, like they look before. Are you gonna? Eat us. <laughs> you look healthy, and I am. Yeah, I'm looking. You look scrumptious. You look like you were yeah. raised you free range. Delicious. <laughs> you look tasty. Yeah. I just want to put mayonnaise on you and put you between bread. What oh, kind of God. bread? R- rye. Pumpernickel. Rye. <laughs> Both <laughs> poor choices. Pumpernickel was the comedic choice. Sourdough. That's fine. Okay. French. I'll, I'll get. get I would yeah. put you in a pita. <laughs> French bread. A nice nice warm loaf a of loaf, French yeah. bread. What are we doing? I don't know. It's right. Making bad. people sandwiches. Uh, Brad, before we continue, I will ask you, did you bring a sponsor? Ben, not only did I bring a sponsor, but this is this is going to change the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Listen. My you, God, what is it? You might remember. Oh, that's just a dildo. A long time ago. I don't even remember what episode it was. We tried a very short-lived segment of this podcast called Cinema Toast Munch. Yes. Didn't go very Did well. Did not go well. We dropped it almost immediately. It was pretty difficult to, to pull off, to be honest. But today, I bring it back in spirit. Oh, boy. Because I have something that I want you to try. Because it's spirit and it's Halloween? How, how do you feel about Cinnamon Toast Crunch? You know that I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. We've had this conversation. I like French Toast Crunch better, but I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I know. I asked you because I think that we talked about that on the radio show. I yeah. think you're starting to lose track of when we talk about things. No, we so talked you, about it. I'm no, going to jump on the in. Podcast. You've talked about it on the radio on show the radio a show. lot. Right. Yeah, yeah. But Brad who, won't shut the fuck but up. But the people who listen to this podcast may not listen to our wonderful radio they show should. called Brad and Ben. It's called what, Brad? They may not listen to our radio show called Ben, Brad, and Beyond on... W-I-M-S. W-I-M-S. That's the- 1520 and 95-1? Yes. Yes. It's also available on Facebook, isn't yeah, it, guys? Facebook Stream Live. on Facebook. You can listen to it. Wednesday, on- some Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. We don't really have a set schedule. Yeah, so even if you're not near the radio station, you can listen to it online, and you can see our stupid faces, too. What, get to the point. The point is, is that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is here, 
in a new form. Are you ready to have Cinnamon Toast Crunch popcorn? My dog just literally got spooked by that bag. Cinnamon Toast Crunch in popcorn. popcorn. Why don't you just eat a bag of cereal of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Who takes cereal to the movie theaters like a madman? If you have a bag of Cinnamon Toast Crunch popcorn, you bring it in, you munch it. No one's the wiser. You know why? Because it's popcorn. Do we need milk? I want to try it. Everyone take a handful of Cinnamon Toast Crunch popcorn. Can you pour milk right in the bag? Maybe because it's If you wanted to, you could do it, yeah. Ben, come over here. Get yourself Jeez. some of this some of this popcorn. Oh, I took a big handful. Ben only took a couple of pieces. I have six pieces, and it looks like uh, like a kettle this corn. This just looks like car- yeah, caramel it looks, corn. It, looks like, yeah. it does look like caramel corn. I will but, tell you, though, the taste is scrum-diddly-umptious. Yeah. Are we ta- tasting it together? This is good. Crunching it up. See what I'm saying? This tastes like cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. This tastes like cinnamon toast crunch for sure. Yeah, there's not really a popcorn taste to it. It's literally I, just cinnamon toast crunch. I think they just ground it up and put it on top of some popcorn. Um, Again, if you're <laughs> if you would like to eat cinnamon toast, something that tastes like cinnamon toast crunch and, and is not a cereal, um, just have the cereal with no milk. I will say this lacks the sandy texture of a cinnamon toast crunch. So also, it's, it's not really one thing people like about cinnamon toast crunch. No. It's the grit. It's the grit. Yeah, it's got a good grit. Oops, all grit. <laughs> Just a bag really of sand. Polishes your teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be on there for a while. The, uh, the mascot this for this thing is, uh, is gritty. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, this isn't bad. I, I actually don't hate this. It's good, right? I like it. I ben? feel like you literally could just eat Cinnamon Coast Crunch right out of the box. That's what Sure, this is. you could do that with like, uh, like you can get an Oreo Blizzard and you can just put Oreos in ice cream. Yeah. But this is, it's popcorn that's loaded with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and so, like, the texture is different. It's popcorn, so it's, Pass. like, Pass. It's, it's good. Pass. I will like say, the difference between eating a handful of this and eating a handful of Cinnamon Toast Crunch is, again, the lack of sand that ends yeah, up on your, your hand, hand all dusty. That's, that's a fair point. It's, it's, uh, it is more uh, hand-to-mouth friendly, <laughs> I suppose. Do you guys miss the milk? I, I would like a glass of milk right now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the first time anyone has ever used the phrase hand-to-mouth friendly and hadn't met it in an erotic way. <laughs> well, that's what I like about my, my old high school girlfriend. She was hand-to-mouth friendly. Okay, that just, no, I'm not doing that. Foot-and-mouth friendly. Oh, ew. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but yeah, it's really good. I like it a lot. It was previously only available at Sam's Club, but now it's starting to hit Walmart and stuff like that. Apparently, there's also a Cocoa Puffs popcorn that's out there now. I'm trying trying to get my hands on that. I would try that. Yeah. I bet I'd, you- I'd try that. I know you would. You're going to probably one day. <laughs> when I find you it. are not going to have a choice. Guys, we watched some trailers. First, tell me your favorite Cinnamon Toast Crunch memory. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys do that thing when you were kids and you had sleepovers and did you plan the breakfast the next day? Mm. Like when I was a kid, we would have sleepovers and my buddy Tim and Zach and I would be like laying on the floor about to go to bed and it'd be super late and we would be talking about what we were going to have for breakfast in the morning. It's like a tradition. And I want to know, did anybody else do that? Or I that, did not. Or were we just weird kids? I think we might have like. I don't think so. No, we, we were like, like, oh, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a toaster strudel, and I'm gonna have, and I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have an ego. Ooh, and maybe, maybe mom's got some raisin bran. Like we would literally just talk about what we were. Doing. You were just like, hungry kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 330 pounds for a reason now, guys. Well, you guys should just sit around and plan your meal, <laughs> your disgusting breakfast for your lard ass friends in the morning. When I had sleepovers as a kid, we would only plan the pranks we would play on each other when the first kid fell asleep. That's fair. When I had sleepovers, we would go to sleep early. 
<laughs> it's called a sleepover for a reason, guys. Everyone go to bed. Yeah, it's not called a late up night over. His mom's boyfriend Daryl gets real mad for up past seven. <laughs> he didn't want us interrupting the Sox game. <laughs> That's oddly specific. Hey, shut up! It. They're in the they're in the extra innings. Sorry, Daryl. We'll stop. Frank Thomas is gonna hit a home run, or I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, my friends got hit a lot. Yeah, Daryl was a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, Daryl Strawberry, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Daryl Strawberry, my mom's boyfriend <laughs> in the 90s, evidently. Uh, wow, what a tangent. Brad, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Susan, what's the last movie you saw? The last movie I saw was, oh, no, it was The, it was the November Man. No, that's a sequel to The Wicker Man. I, it is uh, not. That, I, I wish it was. It would be more interesting. Yeah. That's a Pierce Brosnan movie. Yes, yeah. it is. Why did you watch The November uh, Man? We had to watch it for our show. It's the month oh, before. Yeah. The month before on October. Yeah, November. I gotta get ready for October. November. I don't want to leave my homework to the last minute. <laughs> She's so, responsible. Yeah, uh, watch it a month early. So, uh, can you talk about it a little bit? Like, why do you, why that one? Like, oh, who, yeah. who's on the show? So, uh, we had a guy named Jason Cherubini. He is. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Ben and Susan yeah. <laughs> have their own show yeah. called Life in the Credits, where they yes. talk to people who have uh, experience uh, in any sort of fashion on movie sets, correct? Yes. That's correct. And, uh, you know, not to play favorites, Ben has been on the show. We need to get Brad on the show yeah. as soon as possible. It's fine. I have been on the show, and only because my brother is a grip. Yeah, really. Your brother Alex actually was on, on the show. show. He actually works ben, in Hollywood. And you were there to be like, "Yeah, that's my brother." And they were in I, typical well, fashion, I, riding yeah. his coattails. That's that's my brother, Alex. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I was, they just saw me sitting there for so long, like wanting to jump in, like wanting to jump in. Yeah, like they you finally let me say something. It was cool. They would ask a question, and Ben would be like, "Yeah, tell him, Alex. Tell yeah. him. Yeah. You, you, you tell him, yeah. Alex. You tell him how it is. Tell him how it really is. Mm -hmm. Tell him about your job, man. And then maybe I can go and be on the job with you." <laughs> Why do I sound like a 1930s like newspaper boy? Yeah. Whenever Alex is around, you just become this like little. Hey, you guys want a paper? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell my brother. Tell him. Hey, give me some of them candy cigarettes, <laughs> or real cigarettes, <laughs> or, or cocaine. Have you guys had your brother on this show? Yes, yeah. Alex has come yeah. into town a few times. He's been on with my mom as a guest before. Oh, nice. Previously. That was a very sweet episode. Uh, I think he's actually been on two twice, or three times. Yeah. Two twice. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he, he's got a lot of uh, disdain for some movies, for sure, now that he's in the industry. Man, yeah. he really oh, yeah. has hard opinions about things. He has some weird opinions, too. He, he does. He always has. But No, and it's true. He's he's always had uh, uh, his own take on a lot of stuff, but I think since working in the industry, he definitely comes, like, man, he sees these movies in a new lens, for sure. Yeah, no And he can, talk, he can talk mad shit if he wants. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Life in the Credits. Yeah. You had who? Jason Cherubini, who and why the November man? Uh, that was the so we always l give the guest a chance to pick the movie, um, and he picked that one because he really likes like B action movies. Actually, he has a production company, and they primarily do like life. They produce Lifetime movies and B action movies for like streaming services. Yeah, so, so he, he loves. He them. was one of the executive producers behind Money Plane. Yeah, if you've ever which is a it. film that we love, <laughs> love. It's so I ridiculous. now need to watch Money Plane. You should. Oh, you haven't seen it. If only to wait, see. Cal wait a minute. Wait hold a on. Minute. Hold on here. Hold on. I That's assume like, you've seen Money like, Plane. I haven't. Oh, okay. I've, I've heard honest, of it though. That it's was such a. It's a really like a very honest like assessment of my character there. Yeah. Wait. What you haven't seen Money Plane? Like you were actually surprprised. I, I am legitimately surprised because it was such a 
a big deal in 2020 that it came out. Because was it a big deal or no, was it just a big deal to us? It was a big deal to us. I feel like no one knows. No, it, it got some viral internet okay, attention. Good. Yeah, that's yeah. It was big on the internet because it was yeah. this weird movie that came out in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, and people needed Is stuff to watch. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey- uh, all the uh, everyone from Frasers. <laughs> everyone, it's the cast of Frasier recast in the action. No, it's all the Lawrence brothers. Yes, Joey Lawrence, Matthew Lawrence, and Andrew. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Lawrence. They directed and and wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Okay. And Kelsey Grammer it, and the it's Edge. It's a fun movie. Uh, the Wrestler, the Edge, and um, Thomas Jane. Did, and trust Denise me when I say you'll Richards. say whoa. Okay. Yeah. Well, you could do the five door is right woes. Away. Out of five, five woes, woes. Out, of wo- out of five woes. Uh, but it we, is an entertaining movie. We should get some alcoholic beverages and enjoy watching it that together. That sounds fantastic. For the record, Maya Bialik hated it. What? Maya Bialik. She hated it? The star of Blossom that Joey Lawrence is on. Jesus Christ, guys, come on. These yeah, are, I know these who are solid she is. pop culture references. Did what? she? I don't know if this is an honest review, though. Or if no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, so I just ruined your joke. Uh, Improv, Susan. <laughs> oh. Yes, uh, and but Susan. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I thought she didn't like it because she was too busy defending Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. You read that article? She that did. was fun. Mayim Bialik did? Yeah. Really? I really? didn't hear that. She said something like women, I don't know. Is this the content you want for this show? <laughs> no, Probably not. I mean, long story short, it was she said something about the way people dress. And I dress very modestly and it was it was very, very victim blamey. Yeah, it was a little weird. So good job, Mayim Bialik. I and think- also we're glad that you hated money playing. Yeah. Well, hey, she's hosting Jeopardy now, so hey, good for I her. think she did apologize for that comment. But she still said. But it. she, she didn't apologize for Blossom. Okay, <laughs> you leave my middle school crush Blossom alone. Blossom was your crush? I really did like. I her. had a crush on Six. Six was the Six was the fun one. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? I don't know. Blossom. I don't know Blossom. Six, six is her best friend. You don't know who Blossom is? I have never seen Blossom. Blossom was a sitcom in like the the early nineties, early to mid nineties, starring Maya Bialik as like a like this teen oh, g- girl. I didn't know she was like a a, a star from being child a actor. Yeah. yeah, that's like why she's famous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Besides that. Big Bang Theory now. Yeah, but, but I think she got Big Bang Theory because, because she was of Blossom. Blossom. Yeah, sure. I Did your looks- parents only let you watch Miss Marple? Yes, and also I know Blossom from the Powerpuff Girls. Okay, that's oh, how people know that's Blossom. A di- that's different, a different Blossom. Thing. Yeah. yeah. No hats. That would be like saying, oh, no, I know Neil Patrick Harris from How I Met Your Mother, but yeah. not Doogie Howser, MD. Sure. That's fair. I don't know what Doogie Howser is either. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I kid. <laughs> Money plane. So. Yeah. But anyway, he picked that movie. Okay. Uh, that's why we watched and it. And what did you think? Uh, it was fun. It's like a, you know, like a B action movie. It's like a typical 90s action thriller um it was fine it's a movie that you can fold laundry to yeah all right I it's like, like that. you don't have to think too much you just put it on and hang how about out. you mr ben Blue? money laundering plane yeah. you know that's the oh, last boy. film that we watched uh, at home but we also saw venom yeah. let there be carnage in the theaters this week yes uh first uh, first take what did what'd you think um so i grew up you know when i was a kid i liked spider-man quite a bit i read a lot of the comics and love that 90s cartoon and I was more afraid of Carnage in the cartoon than I was in this film. Sure. Uh, this film was fine. It was a way to pass an hour and a half. And I, but I had higher expectations because Andy Serkis directed it. And, of course, you know Andy Serkis is famous for being Gollum and King Kong and a bunch of cool stuff. And uh, he was in the Marvel movies as a Claw. Um, he's a great actor. Um, and But this movie just kind of fell flat for me. Susan? Um. I liked it. I mean, I'm not super invested in this franchise. I just go because it's fun to watch them. But I, I just always like the relationship between Venom and um, 
Eddie. Eddie, yeah. I just think it's cute. It's <laughs> a cute little buddy buddy cop <laughs> sort of situation. Sure. Brad, I know you saw Venom. This movie was so silly. <laughs> it was yeah. very silly. Um, I It's one of those things where I would never say that this movie is a good movie, but I feel like it knows what it is and, and leans into it in a way that's just fun and silly, where it basically feels like uh, a serial killer version of The Mask. Oh, yeah. I can definitely see that. I also like that they, they decided, hey, we're going to do 92 minutes instead of a two-hour yeah. slog fest. I think that helps. It. it does. Yeah. yeah. And yes, there are some really dumb, dumb parts of this movie that honestly don't make too much sense. But there's a lot of that back and forth with, with Venom and Eddie Brock's yeah. characters. And I really like Dan, the the boyfriend or the fiance or whatever. I like. I think they did a good job with that character and making his, uh, playing him for laughs worked out really well. Um, silly, though. It's very, very freaking silly, but I think they have an opportunity here to go full-blown silly and make this the new kind of superhero version of, like, The Fast and the Furious, where it's those movies are not good movies. They're just a, they're crazy fun to watch, though. Like, I really think that they have an opportunity here to go crazy bonkers, where it's just, you're just, I can't believe I went and sat through that. When's the next one coming out? Sure. At times, it felt like a Tim Burton movie to me in an enjoyable way, like back when he used to just be a little bit more... Uh, goofy, in a, but in a gothic, dark kind of way. You know, especially the end. It felt like Beetlejuice. You know, to me in a way. Um, and like, it's also a very gay movie. Like for real. Yeah. Like it's like it, it. It goes even like beyond bromance. And like, there's clear language. And I wouldn't even say metaphors because it feels like they're just being like dr- or direct about it almost. Where like. It's Eddie. Like and Venom, Venom says, I'm, I came out of Eddie's closet. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally said those words. And, right. like, the speech that he gives at the Blacklight Party and everything, it's very much, like, about acceptance and stuff like that. And then the, just the, the end of the movie, them sitting on a beach together and just, like, it's just, yeah, it's just super gay in the best way possible. <laughs> it's, it's super gay in the best way possible. <laughs> That's interesting because I didn't pick up on that while I was watching it. But now that you're explaining it, I can yeah. see why you would say that. Um, I just thought this is wild to me that Venom – who, you know, when he was first created, was such a dark, gritty character. And now he's played for silly, whereas Spider-Man, you know, when he was first created, was this, you know, kid who's supposed to be silly and goofy and, you know, over his, in and over his head all the time. It's like the characters switch roles in the films. Because Spider-Man now is in a very serious situation, and, you know, we'll see what comes up in his next film. Um, but his, his story is very serious, and Venom's over here being slapstick funny. It's like... What is going on right. with these yeah. movies? And I, I mean, I think they, they, at least they picked a lane and yeah. they went for it. True. Instead of being trying to be a hardcore, super gothic, the crow style, yeah. you know, or, or spawn death, or something right? like that. This is literally a, a different take. So we are always talking about how comic book movies need to make sure that they are standing alone as what they are. And Venom actually does a pretty damn good job of that. So good for them. Yeah. Silly. So fucking silly. Mm-hmm. silly. And we won't spoil anything here, but stick around for the mid credit scene. Uh, it's a really big deal. Everyone's talking about it. I actually feel like the rumors surrounding it are a big driving force for this movie, and it's going to do big things for the character in the future. You so. need to do not get up and leave. You <laughs> Watch the credits. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Brad, what's the last movie you saw, buddy? Uh, so it's Ven- it, w- it would be Venom, Let There Be Carnage, um, but I'll talk about another movie that I watched this week. It's a movie that I actually rewatched. I saw it back in january uh for the virtual sundance film festival um and it's a movie that's called mass 
Uh, it's directed by Fran Kranz, who is the he plays the stoner hero in Cabin in the Woods. This is his first movie as a writer and director. He doesn't star in it, and it's uh it is an indie drama about these four parents who are meeting in this little room inside of a church to uh, hash out details concerning this tra- traumatic event involving their kids. Uh, one of their kids uh, was the um, the a shooter of a school shooting, and their, the other one's kid was one of the victims in it. And so it's a very quiet, low-key thing where it's literally four people sitting in a room having these this harrowing discussion that goes on for like an hour and 45 minutes. Um, it is exhausting. I mean that in like the like the most complimentary way possible. The performances in this movie are incredible. It stars Jason Isaacs, Martha Plimpton, Reed Burney, and Ann Dowd. And the performances they give are amazing because the camera is on them the entire time. And they it catches every like subtle facial expression and reaction and just the dialogue hits so hard and like you're hanging on every word and just uh, there are moments where like this, like it sucks the sound out of the room and like it feels like a gut punch and like there's more that's like said in the silence, you know, even in some of the dialogue scenes and it's just, it is awesome. I love this movie when I saw it in January. I loved it even more when I saw it this time. Um, by the time this comes out, I'll actually probably have talked. I'm talking to Frank Kranz and I'm talking to Jason Isaacs and Martha Plimpton about the movie. So check slashfilm.com for that. But uh, this movie is awesome. It's supposed to be out on October 8th. I think it's only in theaters to start with, but it might end up on VOD quicker since it's a lower key indie drama release, but it's, it is so good. Like, I mean, it's, um, like I said, it's an exhausting movie. It's an emotionally draining movie, but it's, it's totally worth watching. My only question is, do you think when you interview Jason Isaacs, will you be able to bring up the death of Stalin at all and just ask him anything? About I could, that? if I wanted oh, to. Okay. Yeah. I'm not necessarily sure what I would ask him. That would could, be could you super compelling. Anything about that movie? Sure. I love that movie. So I'll much. say, Hey, my friend Ben loves, loves death of, Stalin. death of Stalin. Can you, Tell, tell him something. Just say, just say hi, Ben. Just say hi, yeah. Ben. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. Uh, streaming service probably earlier. I I don't. I actually don't know. I think because like I I think that they they obviously are hoping like for Oscar, um, mm-hmm. you know, attention. Uh, but I'm not. I don't. I don't know how soon streaming. So mass or mask? Mass like like M-A-S-S, church like okay. like mass shooting or mass church. Oh, that oh. makes okay. Yeah. There's layers. Live yeah. mass. Like Coda. Yes. Which I we found out the other day that stood for more than just a coda. Yeah. Like, it's a musical thing. Well, not yeah. a musical thing, but a, a children of uh, deaf adults thing. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But no, coda. That's well, it, also it, it, the musical well, thing. Yeah, but that's what I... That's what I oh, I th- see, I knew about the deaf thing. Oh, see, I didn't know about that. Oh, see, yeah. We both learned something that yeah, day. We did. And that's what friendships are made from. This is really nice. <laughs> the best part of the podcast yeah. are the friendships we made along the way. I saw... Uh, Mandy last night. Nice. Your friend Mandy? Yep. How's he doing? Mandy Alavizos. Yeah. She is good. How is he doing? Mandy Patinkin? Yeah. Patinkin? Patinkin. 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 Yeah. Mandy Patinkin. Mm. He's great. He's great. Uh, I love Mandy Patinkin. Nicholas Cage movie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wow. told you how crazy this movie was. Yeah. He told me a long time ago. I uh, went over to Mike Flores, a friend of the pod, Mike Flores' house last night. And uh, we were just thinking about horror movies, and that we both Bailey and, uh, and and Mike and I just said, "Shit, we haven't seen that. Throw it on." We didn't realize it was two hours long, and so it, it's not a quick hit, and it is definitely a, a slow lead up. But once it starts going crazy, it doesn't stop going crazy, and I really like that about it. I, obviously, I think they could have done a little bit. 
of a truncated version of the first part of the movie. I, I get what they were doing trying to um, build it. But my word, once again, it's Nicolas Cage's absolute best unhinged. Just unhinged Nicolas Cage ridiculousness. The best and, kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy movie. Crazy. I think the way I described it when I told you about it is that it's like an acid trip inside of a heavy metal album. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a revenge fever dream on on LSD. That's basically how I can describe it. With a bunch of amazing coloration neon lights. Like just that the the production design is incredible. Uh, what I mean, honestly, was that up for any awards no, for that? Like, because no. for that aspect of things, <laughs> I don't think so. No, it, it was, was, like, it was just way too niche of a movie. Yeah, it was gorgeous, though. I think that you know, the cinematography and, all, and everything with it, the the pacing, all all that stuff, it was very very well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a fucking crazy. Watch movie. it with your kids. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <Great> family <laughs> Rated night. G. Mandy, starring Nicolas Cage. Mandy. <laughs> Uh yeah no nuts 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 um trailer time guys we we watched some trailers we did watch some we trailers. did we watched four trailers ha 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 which one do you want to start with Brad let's start with the first one we watched Ghostbusters answer the call I hate you podcast is over <laughs> <laughs> that's just the last one I remember we watched no we watched last night in Soho last night in Soho yes. what happened last night in Soho well uh I talked to my friend Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> So Last Night in Soho is Edgar Wright's new movie, but it's not the Edgar Wright movie you're expecting. Uh, there he, are no babies that drive. This, mm. this is not a, uh, a genre mm. comedy that pays homage to you know um, zombies or uh, action movies or anything like that. I didn't like see that. Simon Pegg in there at all. No, you didn't. But maybe he'll appear. Maybe he's wearing a mask. Who knows? Um, I, I don't really know. What? Simon Pegg loves masks. I know. <laughs> You know, that's the thing I just made up. No, no, he was in uh, uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, he didn't wear a mask. In that oh, movie. Star Wars. Star- well, he was in both. Yeah, he was in Star well, Wars wearing a mask. Well, kind of a CGI mask. I can't yeah, tell like what is real, what is not real. Well, he, was, he was he in pay, both. He pays. He pays Ray credits. Yeah, he's the alien. No, no, he pays Ray portions, food. Portions. Por- sorry, portions, not credits. Yeah, credits are the money he gave Ugh. her food in exchange for junk, like what Ben does. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, so this is like this is a, a trippy kind of thriller um, that's uh, ha- follows Thomas and Mackenzie, who is the young girl from Jojo Rabbit, and she f- stumbles upon some kind of way where she's able to like experience 1960s London, uh, but it puts her on this path of like discovering so, uh, like this dangerous man that, that seems to be simultaneously played um, by. Um, Shit, what is his name? Matt Smith. Matt Smith, yes. And uh, Terrence Stamp as the older version of him in present day. Um, it just looks – it's very stylish. I love the colors in it. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be kind of like a, an evolution of what you normally expect from Edgar Wright. I, I'm interested to see him dabble in this genre since I know he's a big fan of movies of this ilk. Uh, he loves horror and thrillers. And, yeah, I just – I'm very excited to see it. How about you guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I love Edgar Wright. Um, seen all of his stuff, and this is going to be something I look forward to as well. It, I also love the time period, the '60s. You know, mm-hmm. and it really it looks very glamorous, but also very looks like it's going to take a you know a, a turn for the uh, for the scary, which looks very exciting, sexy and scary. Yeah, turn I'm in for the scary. Right. Susan, yeah, I agree. I think it looks really good. Um, really like the mystery element of it, and yeah, it looks looks visually very cool. And I like Anna Taylor Joy, so excited to see her in it i uh i'm not the biggest the biggest fan of baby driver like i liked it i didn't fall in love with it like a lot of people did um and the same with uh the the world's end 
right? At World's End. At World's End. I like the World's End. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. But I, uh, the first two, I guess, at the bar really, really high for Edgar Wright in my head. Uh, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz are just these all-time classics. And then At World's End was fine. It was pretty good. And Baby Driver's Fine was pretty good. Scott um, Pilgrim. Uh, sure. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. You love mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim. No, I, I like it a lot. I don't, it's not one of my all-time favorites. But I, so I'm, I'm, I'm measured in my expectation for this right. because I was so blown away when I was introduced to Edgar Wright. I think I did myself wrong there. I was putting him up on this pedestal. So now I'm a little bit more reserved in what my expectations are. And I think that'll, that'll serve me well. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to be, you know, more surprised by this and, and hopefully it'll be really good. The trailer's cut really well. It looks yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Uh, but my, my expectations are measured, Brad. Edgar Wright, still on a pedestal. Great filmmaker. You're wrong. That's fair. I don't want to hear it. Won't hear anything else. Just because you're your buddy. Just because you guys hang out. Won't hear anything else about my buddy Edgarito <laughs> Raitango. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a callback from last episode where they weren't here. So, But people who listen... Our fans love it. <laughs> All three of you out there love that joke. So thanks for listening. I don't know in. why Brad said that he called Steven Spielberg like Steveno Spilgerto or something like that. Since, I think you, I believe it's uh, Senor Spil, Spil, Spilbergo. Spilbergo. Yeah, it was yeah. his like that's what Brad when he hangs out with Steven off yeah. camera, of course, and away from the press. Yeah, right. When it's yeah. just when the two of them. Just Brad and and Senor Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but well, then when I'm Ethan Anderson, it's like, hello, Mr. Spielberg, how are you doing? Tell me about your movies. And he's like, Ethan. Nice to see you again. Yes, yeah. thank you. That's a nice tuxedo. I will tell Brad that you said hi. <laughs> You're like a, a wink. Yeah, that's not that tip, thing. Tip of his jaws hat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> tip of his jaws hat. Uh, what's next, Brad? What did we watch next? Let's talk about Ghostbusters after. Shut up. Okay. You nightmare of a human. Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Yeah. See? Perfect that's what segue. I do. Guys, Nightmare Alley, uh, Guillermo, 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 That's what you call him when just the two of you are hanging out. <laughs> My neighbor, Del Toro. Gortando yeah. Alamo. Yeah. Nailed it. Guillermo, Guillermo, I can't even uh, say it now. His name is Guillermo, Guillermo Del Toro, I, I the director of Hellboy in the Shape of Water and Pan's Labyrinth and great movies. Say his name. He has a new movie coming out called Nightmare Alley uh, that feels very much like a uh, a mystery uh, noir with fantasy elements. Uh, almost feels like a Twilight Zone episode in a way. Um, has an incredible cast. Bradley Cooper. Uh, yes. Case, Guillermo Del Toro. You got it. What Blanchette. did you say? What? I know. He's just, he's just say, proving that he can talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing I have to do these days. Sure. Uh, but the cast is amazing. Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, uh, Richard Jenkins, Ron Perlman, um, Rooney Mara. It's it's an awesome cast. This Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, yes. Uh, looks just like the perfect kind of movie that you expect from Guillermo del Toro. I'm so excited for it. You don't get much in this teaser. It's more of a, a vibe than anything. Just laying out what the style is and that it's set like in this... Uh, traveling circus and yeah. there's some you know mysterious you know beast element that's going on so it's sort of interesting because watching this right back to back with the uh, last night in soho it's they're very i, I want to say that the plots are similar but just sort of the setup is similar where it's somebody in a very specific time period um going and having some kind of mystical element you know, either a horror element, you know, with ghosts yeah. or some kind of monster element. Just a different time period. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, they both, yeah, I mean, Guillermo, de- no, fuck, you got me doing it. <laughs> it's Guillermo contagious. Del Toro is a genius and I can't wait. Yes. Yeah, I think, uh, I have no idea what this movie's about. <laughs> um, it seems like a dream sequence. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's kind of about Jack the Ripper. Um, but oh, really? I, I, I got that vibe. Yeah. Interesting. Um, 
but maybe not because I have no idea what it's about based on the trailer. But it looked cool. Yeah. Um, I thought. Uh, Lots of Bradley I thought Cooper. we would get because studios can't keep anything under their hats anymore. I thought we get a glimpse of what yeah. that creature they were talking about, but nothing. I love that. What do you think? What do you think the creature? I mean, is it like going to just be a beast man? Maybe a werewolf? I think it's just Kate Blanchett because she sometimes freaks me out. She's so intense. <laughs> she looks, she is intense. She's so in, in everything. She's never like calm and relaxed. She's an intense person all the time. She's very intense. Um, and in this movie, it's, it's intense. Circus, so it's intense. Yeah. Uh, oh. I'm going to put my, my, my humble bread hat on. Oh, boy. Uh, Here we here go. Here comes up. When I was on the set of uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, obviously uh-huh. Kate Blanchett is in it and she plays Hela. And we did the press like interview with her. Oh, it was kind of nerve wracking because when we did the interview, she sat right next to me. And mm-hmm. so I'm just like, mm, uh. <laughs> uh, but she's super nice. Like, it's incredible like watching her work and then come and just be like, Real breezy and just like oh, Kate Blanchett. What do you call her when just the two of you are hanging out? Uh, Kent Torito. Oh, nice. Kent Torito. Yes. Kent, not Kate. No. Kent. She, she doesn't like Kate's like a stage name kind oh, of thing. Okay. Kent Dorito. Kent. No, I said Kent Torito, like oh. like a tiny canteen. Kent Torito. Or a tiny. Does she approve cigarette. of this name? Uh, she does and she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard no. Yeah, right. She doesn't. She doesn't. She mainly, mainly doesn't. Whenever I, whenever I say it to her, she looks at me and she goes, mm, "Like <laughs> you were rascal." Yeah. <sighs> me, me, an old Cantorito. Cantorito. <laughs> Cantorito. You gotta me- remember to say, it, yeah. say it correctly, Brad. Cantorito. Cantorito. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Got it. I just if I meet her, I want to make sure I call her right. by the correct name. You're not gonna want to do that. <laughs> it's, yeah, if, if anybody else does it, she gets very okay. upset. It's like a it's, it's like an in joke we have. Right, right, right. It's like a physical wink. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Stop. Stop. Are we done talking about Nightmare Alley? Yeah. Okay. It was no. Uh, how, of course we're gonna go see it, right? It's it's. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks super it's cool. It's a Del I just don't Toro know what it's film. About. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there might name. be some Jack the Ripper stuff. It felt like that time period. No, that's cool. I yeah. like it. I want some Jack the Ripper. Let's do it. I'm in. Jack the Ripper. Here he comes. Oh, this is why you wanted to delay? Rip so you it. could do this? <laughs> Let's do... Are we Are we done talking about this movie? Because I've got a little thing <laughs> no, I'd like I to do right now. I've got a little ditty I want to <laughs> sing at the end. Jack the Ripper. What the fuck are you doing? Sing us out, Brad. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we all understood. Take us to the next trailer, Brad, which is... We're going to talk about the trailer that is Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, honestly, this is not typically a movie that I would want to go and Ben doesn't see. have a lot of feelings that he likes to But confront. I will tell you right now that based on this trailer, I am in love with this film and I cannot wait to see it. Like, I am at, I'm all in. I'm so surprised by that. I cool. love this film. Like, I love this idea. I love all the characters. I This is one of the better trailers that I've seen for a movie like this. I'm in. Okay. 100%. That's good. I'm excited about that. So again, I don't know that I got what this was about, but it sounds like you guys all know. Well, so it's well, it's there's nothing really to know. It's okay. So because so, it's, I mean, just from the trailer is it's a it's a coming of age teen right. romance. And yeah. The, he, it seems like he's like kind of an aspiring filmmaker. Uh huh. He meets John Peters. That's who Bradley Cooper plays. Who right. is a, a legit filmmaker and like who is married to Barbara Streisand okay. and whatnot. I didn't um, know. Yeah, I didn't know any yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, you, and you don't need to. Like it, it, that's what I love about it. But is she older than him? Because she keeps yeah. saying okay. Because yeah, she's, she's like, I, it's weird. I hang out with fifteen year olds. Yeah, she's definitely old. Get as much either because yeah. she looks yeah. very young. But right, and I'm 40, so everybody looks. Everyone looks like and a baby. he looks older than 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I think I think that's like the, supposed to be the idea too. Okay. Is he looks like a little bit older for his okay. age. Uh, so the cool thing about this um, is that's Cooper Hoffman, and that's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's like one of my favorite actors. He yeah. worked with Paul Thomas Anderson before, who wrote and directed this movie. Um, and it, he, he like there's times where he, like it's like man, that's definitely Philip Seymour Hoffman's kid, you know. Um, and then the 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 girl in this is uh, one of uh, we didn't know. We're I not think sure it's Haim. Haim or Haim, the group. I think because I thought it was Haim, and I think someone corrected me that it's Haim. Ham. Ham. H a i m. Yeah, but it's a, but it's a it's a yeah. musical group, and she's part yeah. of it with and they're it's her sisters, they're sisters, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all they're three sisters. Yeah, so that's she, the last name I think. Yeah, yeah. so she she's the lead in this. Um, and uh, I love Paul Thomas Anderson movies, uh, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Punch Drunk Love. Like these are some of my favorite movies, um, and I'm very excited to see to see this. It looks up. The title itself might be a reference to um, a famous record store that isn't around anymore. I think that's I think that's what I read online oh, anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, this just I'm I'm so excited to see this movie. I I, yeah. I love this. Ben Bloom. I'm not as hyped on it as you guys are. All right, moving on. Yeah, wrap it up, Garrett. Because I want to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah! Oh! Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> Afterlife, Slime which is not Busters. the name of this movie. Uh, what do you got, Brad? Uh, hey, Brad, do you want to see this movie? Here's the thing. Um, I grew up watching Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not excited about it. I don't, I don't understand. Why they're doing this? Yeah, sure. I don't like those. I'm uh, so excited. <laughs> like, how long is this bit gonna go? Uh, Not very long. No, uh, I am so pumped for this movie. I will wholeheartedly admit that when this trailer came out, uh, I I genuinely got tears in my eyes because it just it, it, it hits like that nostalgic chord really hard, but in a way that doesn't feel like it's like pandering and like a sad way. It has a tone that reminded me of the. Uh, the original full trailer for The Force Awakens, the, the mm-hmm. one that ends with Han and Chewie on the Falcon. He's like, Chewie, you know, we're home. Um, and it just has that vibe. That combined with Super 8, um, it, it car- oh, yeah. carries that tone fully. And so many people have been complaining um, about, like, the like, like, isn't Ghostbusters a comedy? And it's like, fuck you guys. Like, of course there's going to be comedy in this movie. And, like, everyone is like, why, you know, why doesn't this feel like the original Ghostbusters? And it's like, you know why? Because you really can't do the original Ghostbusters anymore unless you want to do something that's probably going to end up disappointing you because they're going to assemble a young comedic cast that isn't up to your standards and you're going to be upset because it treads the same territory as the original Ghostbusters. This, to me, is the way to do it because they're doing something that's completely different as far as the overall tone. They have this young cast of new Ghostbusters that stumbles upon the legacy of the original. It's set in a completely different area. It's incorporating elements of the original one, but changing things up to like kind of remix it in a way. And I think this is the way to do it because they tried to do mm-hmm. the movie that was the vibe of the original Ghostbusters with Kate McKinnon and Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones. Didn't work out very well. I don't think it's as terrible as certain Ghostbusters fans do. Um, but it just missed the mark for me a little bit. And I just, I think it's hard to make that kind of movie. And so you have to do a shift and do something different that plays with the mythology and the legacy. And I didn't I think, know that New York had so many cornfields. It's big. <laughs> it, New, New, York's York's a, big. New York's a lot bigger than I thought. How do you think in, they feed all those people? That's in the oh, middle of Central thank Park. Thank you. Thank you. It's in the middle of Central Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So That makes a lot more sense now, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie looks cool because it looks like it's sort of probably Egon's kids or at least... F- grandkids it's maybe a, it's grandkids grandkids yeah. but so you know it's a family film but who's it directed by brad it's directed by jason reitman who is the son of ivan reitman the original director and producer of the ghostbusters franchise so i mean i think this is gonna be a very personal film for him you know his father is passed away 
no, no, he's he's alive. He's alive. Yeah, he's alive. He pr- he produced this. Oh well, shit! I didn't know that. I thought he died. Harold Ramis is dead. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Maybe that's who I was thinking of because I thought the same thing. No, Harold I Ramis. Ivan Reitman. No, Ivan Reitman. He's very much alive. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Well, I, 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 here he is now. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, come on in and punch Ben Bloom in the face for thinking you're dead. My bad, Ivan. I'm sorry. But no, this but this is actually this is cool in a way though because uh, Jason Reitman has directed movies like Up in the Air and uh, Juno and Young Adult, and he's done movies very much unlike his father, who went for blockbusters, uh, big studio comedies, Popcorn that kind of thing. Films. Do yeah. you think that Ivan Reitman was on set a lot over his son's shoulder saying, I wouldn't do it like mm. that? I actually just read a thing that Jason Reitman talked about. I think it's it was an Empire magazine, like Ghostbusters Afterlife, I think is their cover issue. Uh, and he was talking about how they, they had disagreements like on set at times because like they like both- on this movie? Yeah, because they both have perspectives on like what sure. uh, the right way to do something or whether they got something and he talked about that there were definitely times that like working with because he produced this and he obviously jason's directing it too that they would disagree at times because they both want it to be good and they both have their own ideas um but plus i mean you know he's passed so that means uh, <laughs> yeah, he is well, a ghost right. he's a ghost yeah. Right. yeah so he has strong opinions about ghosts <laughs> just, maybe he's just uh, he's losing it a little bit in his older age he's like slimer should be pink <laughs> <laughs> like, dead no not again yeah uh, why are we having women ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> that was the no. last one dad and it was uh, the Again, well, this, these are kids. How yeah. come no one's smoking cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't get... know that New York had so many corns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, this is cool because uh, yeah, right, Jason Reitman's never done a movie like this, and I feel like he's tapping into something he never thought he would. And I think that there's um, – I think there's him, like, dealing with some of that baggage that he had of, like, maybe expectations there were for him to do different kinds of movies and finally uh, doing it and what it feels like to, like, inherit – you know that like, like that torch and have or they could have like just that. paid him a lot of money. True, that's true. Both you know. could be true. Why not both? Did he um, actually want to do this film, or did they be like, "Hey, you should do it"? No, it's it's his idea. He oh, okay. he came up with it, and like he like he had uh, the way he's talked about it is that like one day he kind of just ha- he had a, this like uh, an image of a young girl wearing a proton pack, yeah. and like in but like in like a small town and that kind of thing, and that's where like no, we saw Dan Aykroyd answer the phone. Well, you never saw his face. Yeah, you see his hand and you hear his voice. You only hear the most distinctive Dan Aykroyd voice right. ever. So we, we see Dan Aykroyd clearly answering the phone as far as that what they're trying to make us believe. Yeah. We also saw, what do you know the actress's name that plays? Uh, Janine. Janine, the old secretary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Annie Potts. Annie Potts, right? Uh, uh, any other rumors of, of cameos? Is, are the, are they going to do it again? Or? Everybody is back except for... Um, Bill Murray, as always. <laughs> Rick Moranis is not doing it, at least as far as we know, unless they've kept it secret. But I think that he even said that like he didn't do it or something like that, even though they asked him. Uh, but Bill Murray's back. Uh, Ernie Hudson's back. Sigourney Weaver is back. Um, I'm not sure the capacity in which like, mm-hmm. the, the, their roles are. Um, how big of a part that they'll they'll have? But do you guys like that when they bring in the old actors in these new movies? Uh, I do if they can do it in a way that doesn't feel super hokey. Unless it's like a kind of a hokey movie, I'm fine with it. It feels so hokey. I think that there's a right way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I I think that the new Star Wars movie did it pretty well for the for the most uh, part. I think that if it's not a cameo, but it's actually a bit part, and I think there's a difference there. Yeah. If it's a one-off scene in a cameo, I don't like it. I don't, I don't, it's, I don't, it, like, if, I don't like if it's a winky cameo, though. Yeah. Like, 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 if it, like, um, like most of the cameos in Ghostbusters answer right. the call. Because they right. didn't play who they were. Right. right. It was, yeah, so also, I didn't like, like that. Also, like, every time Stan Lee made a cameo, it was very, like, 
Yeah, right. Here I am. But that was also kind of like Stan, it's what you that, want. That's Stanley's yeah. style, though. It's you like, want he's, that? He's, yeah, he's but a cheesy guy. That, that, like that was also that be, just became the running gang, right? Yeah, the entirety yeah. of the MCU, and I so I give that one a pass. But right. I, normally I would be right there. If it's a, if it's a sequel that's like a legacy sequel where it's like twenty years later mm-hmm. and they bring people back, I I want it to be. Even if it's a small role, something that's significant and not right. just si- silly and like, yeah. hey, remember this? Remember this? But yeah, but also the same character. Like, I want him to play yes. the same character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. my problem with him is, like, Star Wars, for instance, I thought the new characters were overshadowed by the old characters. So I just want to make sure they're careful with that. I think that's fair. And I think that that's. I think that's hard to do with a, a franchise like Star Wars. Totally, yeah. And even the Ghostbusters does have that big legacy. I think that there's probably a way to to yeah. do it. You know. Yep. You don't want to be chewying the scene. It's uh, just scenery. I wish we let chewy, that silence sh- hang longer. Yeah. Chewying the scenery. Speaking of hanging longer, let's get Ben up on this rope. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Murder. Hey, let's get that out. Okay. Just, ben kind of it's afterlife. <laughs> let's get that out. I just I'm sorry. Say Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Okay, he did it this time. Nailed it. Or my Santorito. Santorito. <laughs> my good buddy. Blanchito. Gooey yeah. goot. Gooey goot goot. Tortor. No, call him gooey goot goot. Don't don't. He's gonna you, love you guys that. don't. No. Just me. What does he do? He he gets real flush in the face, red. When you call him that, or when, no, when we do? Okay, when I, you I, do it, he just like, I'm like gooey goot goot. He's like ah, yeah. ah mi hombre. You can say that because you're Mexican. I can't. I can't yeah. say that. I can't. The rest of us can't. We cannot. We are so um, white. He's uh, Mi Amigo. Ghostbusters, answer the call. Uh. Well, uh, one thing I want to say about this movie. Yes. Um, I do think the way they shot it, it reminds me a lot of like Stranger Things and yeah. like like you said, mm-hmm. uh, Super 8, which I think is going to help uh, like younger, like high school age, yeah. college age, connect with this movie too. And then there's like the lore for the like hardcore older fans. So I do think it was smart to do it this way versus try to make the first movie. Yeah, I it looks just, kind of like you know an eighties or the vibe. Or even it, yeah, I think people will. Film. I think like people my niece's age were like Amblin. eighteen, very into like Stranger that. Things, and we're like, oh, I want to see this movie, and then they'll get into Ghostbusters, and I think it bridges that gap. Totally. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Well, Brad. Yes. You know what time it is. Tell me. It's games time. Mm-hmm. Games time? Yes. Games time. There, we do this new segment <laughs> on the show where we play games. I thought it was games time. Oh, we talk <laughs> about legs? Everyone get your legs out. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like Sweet, sweet games. Rub some nice lotion on them. Get them lubed up. Show me your games. That is that's uncomfortable, actually. It's only uncomfortable if you don't like it. I love that this is a segment you do on your podcast. Yeah, nothing, no better radio than listening to people talk about each other's legs. We like to have fun. <laughs> and our idea of fun is describing legs in say, great detail. I am waiting for the transition here. How are you going to go from, we like to have fun, to talking about legs? It's like a barren <laughs> desert landscape populated by tiny, thin, black trees. Whose legs are you describing? What? Ben's legs. Okay. These are not tiny black. These, these, I have longer leg hair than tiny black stubble. You made me sound like I shaved my legs and it's finally coming back. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're, they're, well, they're tiny in the set in the sense that they're very thin. My legs, slender. No, no, they have the hair on your legs. How much have trunks. you looked at his legs? A lot. He's uh, looking yeah. at him a lot right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Big ham. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, see, slapping the meat sticks. Oh, I think that's you need to... not appropriate at all. <laughs> <laughs> slapping the meat sticks. Yeah. Slapping right. those meat sticks on air. Get the microphone right up to the leg uh-huh. before you do that. Make it slap. No, no. 
Gooey goo goo, Tortor, help me. Well, he's not going to help you out of he's this. Not, no. no. Not <laughs> when his buddy Brad is here. Yeah, this is your own oh. nightmare, yeah. Allie, buddy. <laughs> oh, licorice pizza. All right. So, uh, well, Ben, I did the theme song last time. So it's uh, your turn this time to make a nice theme okay. song. Okay. Uh, don't think, just do. Don't think, just do. <clears throat> Give us your best theme song for the games. Okay. Just start singing. <laughs> Uh, think about a song you were thinking about. I w- oh, I played this at work earlier. Oh, uh, never gonna give you up by Rick Astley. All right, here we go. Yeah, now I, we're I talking. Was, I was actually listening to that song. Was it because of Ted Lasso? It was actually. Yeah. Oh, how'd you know? That's so creepy that you're in my head. Because I watched Ted Lasso recently, and that's why it's. I also feel like you talk about Ted Lasso a lot. I do talk about yeah. Ted Lasso a lot. Yeah, and like it's a very recent episode. It's, it was last week's episode. Yeah, but or the week before last. Exactly. So it's two weeks ago. Well, yeah, but it's still relevant. Never and like gonna my... play some games. Never gonna play some games. Never gonna play some games without you. Ben and Susan are here. They have no fear. We're gonna play some games right now. Okay. I like it. I think that my problem though is that too you many said, play with you some said games. No, you said we're not gonna play games. <laughs> And then you said it over and over yeah. again. So now I'm worried we're not playing games. I didn't. So that's the thing. Ben I didn't, brought us here to listen to him sing. I didn't play. I didn't write any games. I forgot. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Right. Guys, we're going to play some games. <laughs> I, brought, I brought a game. Brad, did you write one like you said you were going to? I did. You lying? Yeah. It's just going to be name that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys name a movie. Okay, and I'll so, tell you if it's the one that I'm thinking. Okay, <laughs> cool. This Jurassic trend. Park. No. Ted Lasso. No, that's Kung not Fu a movie. Panda. No. Go, Clo- Ghostbusters answer the call. <laughs> no, close though. Ghostbusters Afterlife. No, not that uh, one. Dune. Yes, that's it. Okay, cool. I win. Point. Fuck. Wait. <laughs> I want to go again. <laughs> I want to go again. Dune. No, sorry. Oh. Jack not the Ripper. About it anymore. No. Jack the Ripper. That's not a movie. Intense. No, that's a, a state of being. Uh, the mask. Yes, that's it. Okay. The, the mask. I'm two for two. Susie, Wait a minute. I'm winning. She's in my head. <laughs> I don't like any of this. All right. Uh, in honor of James Bond that's coming out here on uh, what? October 8th. October 8th. No time to die. Five days from now. Oh, my gosh. Five days from this ding, recording. Ding, 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 You know what? Based on Brad's editing, uh, I'm going to say this movie came out last week. Ding, ding, ding. They don't, you don't have to pay for that song, by the way. Ben and Susan don't have uh, headphones on. Brad and I do. Uh, that is so loud and it's annoying. Just in your it's brain. just in my brain, it's and I don't like into it. The soft tissue. It's becoming a core memory for you right now. <laughs> All right, that is a great movie theme. Uh, we're gonna play a version of "That's Gross." that we normally do uh, where we uh, give you a a movie and and you do closest without going over how much did it make. And it's opening weekend? We're going to do a little bit of a change here though. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you two movies and they're both going to be Bond movies. Mm. And you tell me which one made more money. Cool. Movies about James Bond or covalent Bonds? Ooh, good question. (laughs) Or Barry Bonds. (laughs) Susan, you really ruined that for me because I was about to like scream the word fuck you. Like at the top of my lungs. And then you came in and stole that and it was from me. Oh, maybe Bail Bonds. I hate you so much. Like prison movies. Ooh, good question. uh, (laughs) I love you. uh, Jackie Brown. Yeah, see? I'll give you two Bond movies. You tell me which one made more money, not adjusted for inflation, domestic box office only. Uh, so after, if you get it right, yeah. I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me how much it made within $10 million. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with Ben first. Okay. Which of these movies made 
more money. So it's a 50-50 guess. Yeah. You know. Uh, Dr. No or from what from Russia with Love. Okay. Uh, first of all, I will say I'm a huge Bond fan. Okay. But I'm also only 35, so these movies came out about 30 years before we were born. Um, I'm going to say from Russia with Love. You are correct. And so your bonus point, how many millions of dollars at the domestic box office did it make? Get it within $10 million and you get a bonus point. Yeah. You guys are going to have to keep track of your own points, by the way. Ben has one currently. I have one. I'm um, going to win, then. I'm going to say $50 million. That is incorrect. Okay. Do we get to know? That's the, the music that happens in between each round when you get around. No. <laughs> I will stop playing this game. <laughs> uh, I, do you think that if I expose how much that was made, it'll help? Yeah. The other so maybe after know? the first round, then you. Yeah, after the first round, because they are kind of broken up by eras here. Cool. So yeah. we'll do the cool, first. Cool. The first three will be this. Uh, the first era of Bond. Susan. Yep. Uh, Goldfinger or Thunderball? Oh. No, we stop. Seriously, we stop it. It's I'm, in my ears. It's in my head. I don't like it. I'm gonna guess Goldfinger. That is incorrect. You only live twice or on Her Majesty's Secret Service? Ooh, gosh, considering I know nothing about box office during this time and I haven't seen these movies. And also this is a made-up title that doesn't uh, exist in the Bond repertoire. I'm going to go with on Her Majesty's Secret Service. That is incorrect. Uh, from Russia with Love made $24 million, Ben. Oh, okay. Mm. Susan, uh, you got uh, you guessed Goldfinger, which made $51 million. Okay. Thunderball made $63 million. Ah, okay. Mm. Brad, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, made $22 million. Oh, okay. You Only Live Twice, $43 million. Wow. Doubled almost. Now we'll move into the next era, which right. I would call the, uh, the, the 70s and 80s. You know, maybe yeah. mid-70s to, to mid-80s. Mm-hmm. All right, Ben... Moonraker or Octopussy? I'm going to say Moonraker. Moonraker is correct. That's two points for me. Two points for you. Uh, Your bonus. Can you guess? (laughs) That's what you do when you get it right. We're going to lose so many listeners (laughs) if you keep this up. Uh, 50 million. Incorrect. (laughs) Susan, for your eyes only or never say never again. Oh. I'm going to guess for your eyes only. Oh, God. Mr. Bradford. No. Now I hate it. Yes. Brad. All right. License to kill or the living daylights. License to kill. Incorrect. Ben, you're running away with it right now, I am killing it. Fuck this game. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's play something else. <laughs> I only wrote this one game. Okay. Oh, no. Sorry. I, just, I, I think I told wait, it to wait. play that. <laughs> I said on the remote and we started the TV. All right. Moonraker made $70 million. Octopussy made $67 million. Susan, for yours eyes only, $54 million. Never say never again, $55 million. Oh, uh, horse shit. Li- license to kill. Brad, thirty-four million. The Living Daylights, fifty-one million. Oh, jeez! Last one. Here we go. This right. is a more modern age for you three. Ben, Tomorrow Never Dies or Goldeneye? Oh, Goldeneye. Okay, that is incorrect. Oh. What? How the mighty have fallen. Tomorrow Never Dies made more than Goldeneye. That is upsetting. That is trash. Uh, 
I think bad. did the video game come out after the movie? I, I, don't, I don't think around the same time. Same I think. Time, yeah. I was gonna say because the success of the game might be clouding your. True. I mean, judgment. it's such a better movie. It is. Yeah. Over tomorrow night. All right, uh, Susan. The world is. Oh, not- by the way, I, I would like to guess my uh, my money. You, you are incorrect. You are incorrect. Oh, well, yeah, you don't, don't get, get to do it. Tell me how to play my own game, Ben. All right. <laughs> Susan, the world is not enough or die another day? The world is not enough. Incorrect. How? Every time. Brad, quantum of solace. Solace? Solace. Solace. I'll say solace. Quantum of solace or Casino Royale? Uh, gotta be Casino Royale. Incorrect. Man, wow. what? The sequels made more? They're bad. This ben. is the opposite of yeah. Bond. You are the sense. winner oh, thank with you. two points. This is harder than I thought. Quantum of Solace is terrible. It's really Gold bad. Goldeneye made $106 million. Tomorrow Never Dies, $125 million. Okay. The World Is Not Enough, $126 million. Die Another Day, $160. Wait a minute. Wow. Say the numbers for Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies again. Goldeneye made $106 million. Oh, okay. I thought you said 160, and I was like, that's more. Million. <laughs> uh, the world is not enough. 126, die another day, 160. And Brad, Casino Royale, $167 million. Yeah. Quantum of Solace, $168 million. Oh, wow. BS. Right? The tiebreaker I was going to do closest without going over, how much did Skyfall make? Mm. So let's do it anyway. Ben, what's your guess? I mean, that was a great movie. Um, I'm going to say 195. Brad? 225. Susan? I'm going to go with 194. <laughs> what? Is that 1 million or 5 million uh, less no, than? $194. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I'm> re- <laughs> Brad is the winner there. It made yeah. 304 yeah, million. Yeah, Skyfall Whoa. was huge. It was Whoa. a big blockbuster in 2012. So. I love Skyfall. It's, it's a great, great movie. Great. Do you think Skyfall would have been better? If Sean Connery would have played the role that was it, Brendan Gleeson played? No, it's um. Who is it? Uh, Alfred. Oh no, yeah. What's his name? Um, Alfred uh, Finney. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Albert Finney. Albert, Albert Finney. Finney. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I don't think A- the Ali Alfin Finn. I don't think the movie would have been better. I just think that that can't that would have been more fun. Right. Oh, of course it would have been. Yeah. It was it was clearly intended sure. for for him, and it would have been really cool if they were able to pull it. Much off. like in the in the new movie, uh, the Predator that Shane Black directed. At the end of the movie, <laughs> spoiler alert, uh, they give the human race like a big weapon to fight against the uh, the the predators, and it's just this jetpack spacesuit type thing. It was it's a originally killer suit. supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Well, so they actually had like a, they actually had several different ideas. I, Brett, I know. Yeah. Wait, the weapon was supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah like yeah. they like they had like cryogenically frozen him or something. Yeah. So oh. since he's like the only one to ever kill a predator, they yeah. also talked about having um, it be a xenomorph yep. as reference to Alien versus Predator yeah. or Ripley from yep. Aliens. Which oh. all three of those would have been ten times. Like, oh, it's a suitcase that looks like a rocket ship. Fuck you. I was actually expecting was so a Terminator, which would that would have been even oh, yeah. that more been, bonkers. Oh, man. Or yeah. the cat from Alien. A little movie trivia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little movie trivia here. Uh, the the only actor to be killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and an alien. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bean himself. <laughs> It is Mr. Bean. It's not Mr. Bean. It is. It's not Rowan Atkinson. No, but it's... Who is it? It's Mr. Michael Bean. What? No, it's not Sean Bean. No, it's Michael Bean. It's not Michael Bean. Yeah, it is, isn't it? No. Who is it? It's... Um, I'm seeing his face right now. 
seeing Michael Bean's face right now. No, it's um, it's uh, in in Aliens. Uh, the, the, Some trivia we got here. No, no, no. Why am I blanking do on you guys, his name? Do you guys know this? I don't know it. <laughs> no, he, he plays a he plays a street punk in Terminator, like a, a cam. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Thank you. Oh. My God, I was blanking on that name. Gosh. So sorry. He's sorry, Bill Paxton. Yeah, R.I.P. He, he plays a, uh, a literally like a, a punk in the oh, in no the nineteen eighty four Terminator. Gets in Terminator's face. He gets killed immediately. So there you go. That's cool. Yeah. So he gets killed by a Terminator. Terminator, an alien, an alien, and the Predator, and the Predator in Predator Two. Right. But a Twister can't kill him. Yeah, damn right. No, can't take out the extreme. Wow. That's what they call him in the movie. The oh. <laughs> Jesus. Watch Twister again. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't know the nickname of one of the characters of Twister. Twister's an awesome movie. Watch Aren't it again. You making like a Twister. So we were going to make a Twister-themed uh, escape room. Uh, but then... you figured out you don't know enough about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Final appearance by Susan Swarner on the podcast. We loved having her, honestly. R.I.P. Susan. <laughs> No, we really were going to do that. Uh, it takes a lot of money to invest in a big room. A tornado like machine. <laughs> <laughs> you can rent the museum. We of Science thought Ministries. we would start with this Halloween themed uh, room that we could kind of make it more of a pop up, mm-hmm. and it's been so successful that now we are going to stay open further. We, it was not that the escape room was hemorrhaging money, but we were only kind of breaking even plus yeah. a couple hundred bucks every month, mm-hmm. and for the time investment, it wasn't worth it. But now, honestly, the Halloween room is very successful, mm-hmm. aka profitable, so it is worth the time and effort to, to do another one. So yeah. we're going to do a Christmas uh, themed room next, and we're going to switch out Zen Temple for a Christmas theme. So we'll have the serial killer theme and, and the Christmas theme going, and then we're going to look into 2022 and see what happens. Maybe we'll do maybe that will be you know mm-hmm. where we put the tornado room but it's on it's on hold for now yeah let's do cool. a, a boogie nights themed room Ooh, what would that even entail well the weirder part of it would <laughs> have two people actually having intercourse <laughs> <laughs> that's Wait, how you solve one of the, the puzzles th- now my favorite part about it is that's the weirder part right. so there's already a weird part which mm. is what well, well, every- go ahead ben no you got it oh yeah ben what was the weird part <laughs> everybody has to wear roller skates yes oh, that God. is kind of weird yeah Especially like people that are not really familiar with roller skates, right. and of course, it's, oh, I'd be it's, bad. And because of, it's boogie nights, like obviously there's like sex toys around and yeah. like, like things that look like used condoms. So and like, I know this is a joke, but this condoms, would be though, okay. massively successful. You people walk in and you have like behind a bowling alley desk where they're like tss, tss, the roller skates that you have to wear. Mm-hmm. What size, please? What yeah. size roller skates? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love and this. like and the thing is is while you're in the first room you hear like the like the sound two people having of intercourse sex. and you're like what's going is who's banging and there? that's the last and, group and then when you open the new room you're like oh yeah so is it a situation where the the last group like the the one o'clock room is watched by the three thirty room having sex and then the three thirty room is watched by the four thirty like it because these groups are passing who through the are room. Your, are Hold act- on, are you saying that they're that, that the the people who are painting in the escape room are having sex? Yes. That's what no, I thought you they, no, yeah. no, no, They no, get no. into the second room, they start fucking. Yeah, because no, that's how you solve the puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Guys, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is that you're paying someone to just be there and like have sex in the room. You're paying for sex? You're going to no, have to no, check paying, your zoning laws on that one, buddy. You're paying two people to have sex in the second room. And so when they go... Well, you watch. No, you're not watching because you hear them while you're in the first room. And then you, you open up the second room and you're like, oh, shit, there's two people having sex in here. But the trick is you have to like maneuver around them like on the desk that they're banging on to or, try and get like locks and keys and stuff. Or the key is inside your friend. Oh, see, this, this went too far, I think. Wait, are you trying to... 
I don't want to think about that. All right. Now I will say you might want to have couples to like switch off in shifts because it's going to be hard to bang, bang for eight hours. Yeah. Well, yeah. You you're going to go through a lot of va- for you. Hire lot, some professionals. A lot of Vaseline. I think you're going to have costs on too. <sighs> so, okay. I would like to just point out right now, uh, where's the bell is ding, ding, ding. Weirdest fucking tangent we've ever had on the show. Yeah. That was pretty By weird. Far. Boogie also- escape room. Uh, escape, <laughs> see an escape quest MC next spring. <laughs> I bet Vaseline is going to appreciate that little shout out, though. You Next know? sponsor for the show, uh-huh. Vaseline. Vaseline. Yeah. yeah, put it when anywhere. You, when you're trying yeah. to fuck for eight hours in front of strangers, yeah, Vaseline. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything else? Oh yeah, we got another game. Oh another yeah, game? we pick another game. All right, let's roll the wheel of games. All right. Okay, we landed on a new game. This one's called Quotent Quotables. Oh fuck you. Fuck you in the Maya Bale he wrote it on. <laughs> Quotent quotable. You were not joking. No, it's the real oh, name of the game. Quotent? Yeah. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going read to Jeopardy questions. read a series of movie quotes going from obscure to help you that will go on and hopefully help you figure out what the movie is. And you guys just have to guess what the movie is. You have one guess per quote that I read. And Do we just shout it out or is this per You can shout it out voice? after each quote. So it's like a sudden death situation. Yeah, whoever okay. gets it right first cool. wins. You get one are, guess for each quote. All the quotes are from the same movie. They are. Okay. In some cases, they are from. Actually, tell, yeah, tell us what movie they're, they're from all, before they're, we get started. They're all from, <laughs> they're all from the same character. Too. Okay. Oh. You'll get and you'll get bonus points to if you guess the character, which shouldn't be hard once you figure out what the movie is. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone ready? Yep. Yeah. Quote into quotables. The first movie, quote, is. Give me your hand. Believe in me as I believed in you. I've been like a father to you. Be a son to me now. Is it Guardians of the Galaxy? It's not Guardians okay. of the Galaxy. And now she's out for the whole round? No, no, she's just out. Okay. That's just her guess for this uh, quote. Oh, okay. You get one guess Can we get the quote. quote one more time? Give me your hand. Believe in me as I believed in you. I've been like a father to you. Be a son to me now. Star Wars. It is not Star Wars, you dumb shit. That's something Darth Vader could have uh, said. Indiana Jones a and a... Uh, 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 Doesn't matter which one you pick. Double wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And the rusty the Last Crusade is really well. I should have Next quote. Misery, misery, misery. That's what you've chosen. I offered you friendship and you spat in my face. Oh, God. I know this movie, but I can't. Read it again. Misery, misery, misery. That's what you've chosen. I offered you friendship and you spat in my face. Oh, what is this? Any guesses? I know the movie. I, All I, right. Next quote. Had you not been so selfish, your little girlfriend's death would have been quick and painless. But now that you've really pissed me off, I'm going to finish her nice and slow. Ooh. Mission Impossible 3. No. Good guess, though. That doesn't mean you're necessarily. That doesn't mean you're necessarily close to the movie. Yeah. But it, but, like, like, but I like where, I like where your head's I, at. I got it, Spider Man. It is Spider Man. Nice job. Thank you. Next quote would have been: "This is why only fools are heroes, because you never know when some lunatic will come along with the sadistic choice: let die the woman you love or suffer the little children." And that is uh, <laughs> Willem Dafoe playing Norman Osborn or the Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. You got a bonus point too. That's it. I am two points for Ben. What? What happened? So he guessed the movie. I know what happened. And then he guessed the character. And then he Da-da. showed Da-da. off Da-da. by saying the actor. <laughs> <laughs> Susan and Ben are going to have an awkward ride home. And then he showed off. Like, Whatever, Ben. All right. 
Good first round of quote and quotables, guys. Stop saying the name. <laughs> All right, first quote of this next movie. All these lost souls, lost and alone. I can save them. I can cure them. All these lost souls, lost and alone. I can save them. I can cure them. X-Men. No. Little Mermaid. No. Wonder Woman 1984. No. Oh, that's a good guess, Susan. It was a good guess. That's nice job. Thank you. Next quote. <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's the villain in that? Pablo Pascal? Yeah. Pedro Pascal. Pa- yeah. No, I call him Pablo when we're alone, though. <laughs> <laughs> when you're alone? Oh, oh Ben. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like she's got herself a new Mandalorian. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh wow. Ooh, new King's Man. Okay, now stop. You you won, and then you went backwards. He was in the golden circle. I get that, but come on. You you crushed it with the Mandalorian joke, and then you just you backtracked. You went for too much. You you overrep. New Narcos. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in Narcos. I'm not sure. <laughs> he is. He is. All right, next quote. Uh, I spent my life as a scientist trying to create a world without weakness, without outcasts. I sought to create a stronger human being, but there's no such thing. Human beings are weak, pathetic, feeble-minded creatures. What's that movie? You gotta guess it. (laughs) (laughs) X-Men. No, you're stupid. Avengers Age of Ultron. No, but that is that is a good guess based on the things I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Susan, anything? I don't think so. All right, next quote. Did you know there's a rumor of a new species in New York? Beautiful, but quite large. Godzilla. No. Did you know there's rumor of a new species in New York? Beautiful, but quite large. Is it King Kong? No. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Like where I like what you guys are thinking, though. Last quote. No father, no mother, no uncle. You're all alone. Amazing Spider-Man? Yes, Ben. Oh. It is Amazing Another Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Nice job. Thank you. Any, my, any idea who said it? It's my. It's Jamie Foxx. It's my birthday. Uh, it's the lizard. Um, is it James Connor? Is that the doctor? The character's name? I don't remember what his first name is. Doctor Dr. Connors. Connors yeah. yeah, you got it because it's lizard. So yeah. yeah. Ben's running away with this game. Four points. All right. I'm just gonna guess Spider-Man. Next. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Last one. Every choice that we make would create countless other possibilities. Doctor Strange? No. Incorrect. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. Incorrect. Anything? Uh, I'll say Spider-Man Far From Home. No. Incorrect. Next quote. What this means is there could be a rupture in the space-time continuum. Back to the Future? No, incorrect. Avengers Endgame. Incorrect. Um, Ghostbusters. Incorrect. Next quote. If we fire again this week, there could be a black hole under Brooklyn. You see this and this? This is multiple dimensions beginning to crash into each other. If we fire again this week, there could be a black hole under Brooklyn. You see this? Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. It is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, so it was another Spider-Man. It was. And who said that? Uh, 
the last quote? Yeah, he's had all the quotes. That's they're all from the same character. Oh, um, I will say that that comes from the it's the person that's telling Fisk not to do it. Good. Uh, Doc Ock. Yes. Very good. Nice. He did it, but Ben still won. So <laughs> yeah, Ben Bloom. Ben Bloom is the winner, four hey, to two. Hey, hey, good job, buddy. Oh my you guys gosh! Let me win. No, I <laughs> promise you, on my soul, I was trying to be. On my soul. <laughs> promise you, on my soul. On my soul. On my soul. I was trying soul. to best you at the game of wits. Easy, Venom. <laughs> That's not Venom. What's it, who is it then? Just me being mad. That's not how you sound when you're mad. Guys, can we talk about Tom Hardy voices for a minute? Yes. yes. Because Tom Hardy as Venom is very Bane like, yeah, mm-hmm. right, yeah, uh, but but goofier, like yeah. like like cartoon, no, no, it like is, cartoon it was Bane, like super rem- like reminiscent, he's making fun of himself, doing right, Bane, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. lips, eyes, pancreas, like it's just this mm-hmm. crazy. I think that he doled down on the the grittiness of the voice though, because it sounds a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, human, I guess. Well, it's also not just him. Like, the Venom voice is mixed, well, they, well, and they, they, yeah, there's they another actor, though, that, that also lends oh, really? his voice to it. I just read an article about it. I think that's true in the first one. I think the second one, it is just him now. You should read an article, Brad. I'm just saying. What's the article? I don't remember. Okay. He doesn't like to source what he reads. He just likes to throw it out there and I hope it's right. I did literally read, though, that it was uh, an, an amalgamation of him and computer effects, but also another singular voice actor. Interesting. And I just don't remember the guy's name. I don't know if that's true. Look it up, okay? It's the internet. You can fucking look it up. No, no, but I read the same thing, and I think that that's what they did for the first movie, but, I, but I thought they changed it for the second movie. I don't think they did. Mm. I think it's just voiced by Venom. <laughs> yeah, I think he plays himself in that movie. Venom. I think he actually voices the you know Eddie Brock character, too. The actual Venom? symbiote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my biggest... Uh, problem with the, my biggest problem that was a problem i had with the first one it's like they cast tom hardy to play a mumbling person right as a reporter that needs absolute perfect diction when he's trying to get his point across but instead he's like are you trying to tell me you you bad thoughts bad stuff right here could be oh, my, it's eddie brock <laughs> like what what are you doing Pre- enunciate that was a solid tom hardy by the way <laughs> solid tom hardy is my favorite band um i was gonna say something about Venom. What was it? Oh, it's not going to work now because it was going to be a joke. So <laughs> I like that that's where your head went. Good. Hey, let me just say the joke that I'm not going to say anymore. I was going to say something about like uh, Eminem having a, an alternate Venom rap persona just called Vem- Venom M. Venom M. Do you guys Venom-em. hear the Venom song in, during the credits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Is it this a new one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Eminem did? Yeah. For the second one? Yes. Okay. He must have been paid a lot of money. He also just opened up a new restaurant Mom's in Detroit. Spaghetti. Mom's yeah. Spaghetti. Did you see the photos of him from opening day? There's one where he's standing in the driveway, or driveway, drive through, and he just looks scared, like, he oh, looks God, miserable. I didn't get trained for this. Like, well, I, I <laughs> his think, eyes are really wide. And, I think that's how he always looks, because yeah. I, I he just doesn't, like, do anything for photographs, because mm-hmm. he's just always being, you know, Marshall Mathers. Right. Yeah. I did see this thing on uh, <laughs> Twitter that was like, 
Are we not just going to talk about how misogynistic and homophobic that Eminem's first two albums were? And it's clearly somebody who's like currently 20 years old. Yeah. And just has ne- doesn't understand anything about, like, we've had that conversation. Like, yeah, bro, we talked yeah. about we it. We talked about it a lot. You just weren't old enough yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just love the aspect of, like, are we just not going to talk? Yeah. No, we talked about it for 20 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just, just weren't here for yeah. it. There, there was no, like, Twitter then. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really Ask funny. your mom about it. Yeah, she'll yeah. know. Are we just not going to talk about how there's two trailer park girls going around the outside? Right. I, mean, I just don't get it. Mm. <laughs> around the outside. I got it. Thank around you. the outside. Nice We're job. not going to talk about this letter Stan wrote. <laughs> That's the real. Yeah. The real issue. <laughs> the real issue is. Guys, we did it. Oh, is that the end? Well, we have to play Last Man Stanton. Do we? Let's play a round of Cinephile. Cinephile. Um, unfortunately, because I was forced to write a game today, I forgot the cards. <laughs> that, wait a minute. Whoa. That's your excuse? I, I have because the- I made you write a fucking game for the first time in like four episodes, you forgot the cards because of that? You were so preoccupied by writing the goddamn game that you're like, oh, uh, I gotta go. I gotta write the game. Oh, no. And you got in your car and like, you just didn't remember the goddamn box? I was on the way out of the house and I didn't think about it uh, because I was so worried about my game. Just pick an actor. I wrote it on the way here. <laughs> did you? I no, bet you I did. I wrote it like two hours ago, and I forgot about the fucking <sighs> box. So stupid. So there's a box of, of We actors. literally do have a box, deal? a game. So Yeah, so there's a, a game that came out um, uh, that uh, some, someone I know created. Um, it's, called, it's called Cinephile, and it's this deck of cards with like stylized portraits of actors and actresses and directors. Oh, cool. And so we just draw one out of it and then play the normal game but we gotcha. just called it a different name so that we're not stealing from Doug Benson anymore because he's yeah we us, just rip him off and don't give him credit he anymore. sent us oh, a very nice. rude letter yeah it was like I'm high yeah it's like Ooh. that's all it said yep uh-huh. <laughs> classic <laughs> DB yeah you forgot to sign it <laughs> I am DB <laughs> uh, get the fuck out of here I will alright let's do let's just do Tommy Cruz he came up on the old alright yeah Tomathan Cruz Tomothy. Tomothan Cruz. Tomothy Cruz. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first on the Tom train? I think Susan should go first. Right. Um. Oh, for those of you first-time listeners, what we're going to do is name a movie that Tom Cruise has been in. It has to be the full correct title. And if you say one that somebody has already said, you get to go again. But if you get one wrong, you're out. And we just keep going round and round until there's one person left. Round and round we go. Susan, any Tom Cruise Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 3. Isn't there more to that title? No. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol? Yes. Okay. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Yes. Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes. Top Gun. Good. Jerry Maguire. Yes. Night and day. Uh-huh. Um, for clarity's sake, I will say both of the titles, since they are both technically official now, Edge of Tomorrow slash Live, Die, Repeat. Gotcha. Oblivion. Cocktail. Magnolia. Collateral. Vanilla Sky. There's got to be more. <laughs> got to be more. Um, I forgot what Top Gun 2. Well, it's not out yet anyway. Um, yeah, what are the rules? <clears throat> it has to be out. It has to be out. It has to be out. It must have been theatrically released. This is my Loki Bane voice. A Loki Bane? Yes. Bane and Loki have become one. 
I think I might be out. I can't it's think just of me, one. I, think. I, don't, I just said it was Loki Bane, like just a Bane kind of hanging out guy. Susan Swanner might be out. I think I am. I can't think of anything. Sometimes he wears a hat. I'm gonna do since he's what? doing since doing his a, a Bane <laughs> voice. I'm gonna do my Ben voice. That doesn't sound like Ben uh, at all. Hey, hey, Susan, guess go ahead and guess a movie. Are you so out? Ben? I think I'm out. <laughs> but I don't want to interrupt whatever this ben, is. Ben, <laughs> Brad, Ben was like, "Can we just be done?" So Brad stopped doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is that awful. Yeah. Oh no, Ben, it's your turn now. <laughs> I'm going to say risky business and, and pass it over to you so you can stop doing that voice. He's going to answer in that voice. And it'll be wrong. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot risky business. Rain Man. Oh, good one, Brad. <laughs> Rock of Ages. Yep. It sure was in that one. Ooh, that's a bad movie. Never saw it. Bailey wants me to watch it. It's fun. It's. I don't think it's great, but like, oh, it's not it has it's a, has a good eighty soundtrack, and it's just it's kind of fun to see all these cast members doing big gotcha. musical numbers. I yeah. did hear that they changed. Like Tom Cruise asked them to change part of the story, which would have made it way more interesting. But they he wanted to be more of a heroic character. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, yeah, Stacey <laughs> Jackson is more of an asshole in the right. stage show. Right. In the meantime, I'm I'm talking about that, but I should be thinking of stalling. Movie. That's okay. We can stall for you. Sometimes he wears a hat. Yeah, in the meantime, I'll okay, have a no, you're, you're, you're not gonna like <laughs> that. That is awful. Yeah. Hey, 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 Bane. What? what? Hey, Bane. What? Wh- what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> I like. So distracting. I like Child's Play. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Child's Play, the horror film. I know. I'm. I'm uh, yeah. I'm not doing well, guys. I'm so I'm I'm out. He's, he's getting sick. I'm not doing well, guys. Then came over just to tell us, guys, I'm not doing well. Yeah. All right, Brad, what do you got? The Last Samurai. Oh, oh yeah. The Firm. Uh, oh, I love a the few film. good men. There's a lot of Tom Cruise movies. Uh, I'm gonna go with Minority Report. Legend. Yes. The Outsiders. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Lions for Lambs. Let's go with. Hmm. Boy, Bane really sucks at this game, huh, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, hey, guys, in case you didn't hear, I'm opening up a new stop, escape room. In Michigan. I can't speak. <laughs> if you do that, I cannot. It drills into your brain. It really does. It's not good. Oh. That, um, now he just knows how we feel when Ben talks to us. I mean, yeah, see, he's a guest. Don't talk about him like that. No, he knows I'm not talking about him. Mm. I know. I cherish Ben Bloom and his I, wonder, I, I, wonderful. I rich we all voice. know whose know. voice he's doing. <laughs> Wait a minute! That lends credence to the voice. Like I do sound like that. I don't sound like that at all. You guys are being real mean. All right, uh, Tom Tommy Cruise, Tomathan Tomathan Cruise uh, yep. was in. Um, um. Oh, Tom Cruise was in. Oh fuck! 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 Oh no! 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 no. Shut up! Shut Look up! Look around! Shut up! Shut up! See if you can see him. Shut up! <laughs> Is he wearing a hat? God yeah. Damn it. Oh, Days of Thunder. Ah, nice, Valkyrie. That was not even the movie I was trying to remember, though. It just came to me. Yeah. All right. No. Um. Movies with Tom Cruise. I know. I know. Not movies with Owen Wilson. Why would you do that? Or Russell Brand. 
Why would you say that too? Or movies with uh, eyes wide shut. That left Shrimp. I thought. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is in that. That's the movie I was thinking. For of. some reason, I get that movie confused with Vanilla Sky, and I don't think it's because they're alike at all. They're just both weird, right? Yeah, they're both yeah. weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It's uh, eyes wide shut. Stanley Kubrick. So it's yeah. very creepily weird. Risky business. Jack Reacher. I already said oh, risky business. Ben oh, did said you? Risky oh, okay. business. Oh, um, well, then in that case, Jack Reacher. <laughs> Jack Reacher never go back. Yeah, now I'm fucked. Um, Actually, worked out pretty well for me right yeah. there. <laughs> it did. It did. Uh, other movies with old Tom Cruise. We, we already said Magnolia, right? Uh, yes, I yeah. did. Movies where Tom Cruise has acted as another character. Are you doing an Italian guy now? I'm trying to get into a different headspace, see if it works for <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Best the Gabagool. Ain't in the Sopranos, I know that much. He's <laughs> not Joey Pants. Um, Although he does wear pants. I, f- I, th- I think that there are like a couple 80s Tom Cruise movies that we are missing, and I don't. I do have one more. Remember which Tom Cruise. You might not need are. it. I might not need it. Man, whole Tom Cruise has done a lot of movies. Uh, Austin Powers in Goldmember. War of the Worlds. Shit. Nice. Fart. Nah, I done. loved him in Fart. <laughs> was he in? Are you done? Yeah. Was he in Reds? No. No. Okay. I mean, I still won, but yeah, you did great. Well done, thanks, buddy. It's Good like the job. third time ever. Yeah. Usually it's deal. Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. yeah well what done. did we miss? Uh, yeah. What did we miss? Not much. Well, probably a lot. Only because yeah. he's been in so many movies. I don't think so, though. I, th- I actually, I honestly think that we got most of them. <laughs> There's got to be a, some sort of courtroom drama that we missed, or oh. Use no, your I was trying voice. to think of that. Yeah, I was like, we missed American Made. We missed The Mummy. Oh, The Mummy. The Mummy. Mission Impossible 7. That's, well, that's not out Use yet. your microphone voice. Susan. What? <laughs> um, Sorry. You were saying things, but you were Oh, okay. We, we love hearing you. Interview with Thank a Vampire. You. Oh, he did interview with like three a, vampires. Far yeah. and Away, Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah, we missed a ton. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we pretty much nailed them all. We only missed like six or seven, The Color of Money. Did anyone say Oblivion? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Taps, money. Taps is the one you were thinking of. Taps, thank you. Yes. Endless Love? My Endless Love. The Color of Money? Yes. Losing it. Elizabeth Town. He's in Elizabeth Town. Yeah, he plays the town. Oh, I was wondering who played the town in that movie. It was Wait. Tom Cruise. Is he really in Elizabeth Town? It's on his IMDb page, but I is it as producer? Oh, I'm probably yeah. You're probably oh yeah. Right. You scroll down. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Ben Bloom, Susan Swarner. Thank you so much for being here, Brad. Yeah. Uh, I got to ask you a quick question. Uh, Susan, what are your plugs? What do you got to say? Uh, yeah, <laughs> were you going to ask Brad that? No, um, I, I do a bit. Did you uh, a new tab of me? I do. Yeah. I pretend I'm asking you a question <laughs> that actually asked a different yes. question. Well, the next time I would talk like that. Some sleight of hand, some vocal sleight of hand. <laughs> um, I guess I'll plug our, our podcast. Yes. Uh, it's called Life in the Credits. You can get it on all major podcasting platforms. Absolutely. Um, and you can also find us on like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we're on TikTok. Uh how, how many TikToks have you released? Uh, we put every audiogram on there, oh. but I don't know how to make TikTok engaging. 
but we still get some some people watch it on there okay. some views um i think partial nudity <laughs> yeah i do yeah i mean ben lots of shows n- a lot of boob yeah, yeah. You Every single welcome. one, it's the autogram, but over Ben taking his shirt off. Yes. Good. Well, yeah. now viewership is going to be yeah. through the roof. <laughs> Skyrocket. Um, yeah, so check that out. Also, we do improv with a group called Well Suited Improv. That's right. Uh, throughout Northwest Indiana. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and all the same platforms. Where did for that. Uh, Well Suited come from? Where did the name come from? Uh, well, we all wear suits. Um, that was most of it. Fair enough. <laughs> and, they're, and they're good at their job. Yeah, yeah. and You're we're well suited, suited to, to doing improv. improv. Oh, clever. Yeah. So. I like it very much. Ben, do you Those are my two things. I was going to say, <laughs> what other two things do you have, yeah. Ben? I only do things with Susan. Um, <laughs> and we also have a, uh, a YouTube show with Francis oh, Veltri yeah. called Much More Ado About Nothing. Yes. Where we just, uh, we just talk about bullshit. We just it's jabber great. for about 30 minutes. Yep, so just, if you like uh, hearing us talk, talk. about news stories that don't matter. Wait until Like what? Um, like if there's a, uh, I don't know, what, what's the recent oh, Now that you've story? asked me, I can't remember a single one. Yeah, they're real um, memorable. <laughs> real riveting stuff, yeah. guys. Yeah. It's just like dumb ones. Like um, this woman was camping up in Alaska and she went to the bathroom and a bear was hiding in the porter potty and jumped up and bit her. Oh. Yeah, like important shit like that. But she that. was fine. I mean, if it was important enough to wrestle a bear, that was an important shit. Yeah, yeah but just that, like weird news right. stories. But then we get off on tangents. Sometimes we talk about movies. But if you like hearing us talk, wait do you hear us talk to Francis Veltri. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Brad, what do you got going on? Brings a whole new meaning to does a bear shit in the woods. Am I right, folks? Yeah. <sighs> well, you don't get plugs this week. Uh, for all of your gutter and downspout needs, Laporte Seamless Gutter. Laporte Seamless Gutter. 219-362-9972. You guys got any new gutters? Yeah, but pumpkin spice. Oh, does it yeah. smell like pumpkin spice? Nope, you just get a free pair of Uggs. Oh, that's pretty good. What does yeah. it do? Those are expensive. Spice. Cause they're orange gutters. The, are they really the gutters orange? Gutters are orange. It's pumpkin spice. Like a like, are we talking like a reflector orange or like, like pumpkin a, orange? Like a burnt like orange. Like the backpack on the ground over there. Orange. Do you no you one get can gutters see that. in any mm. color. No. Mm. Why is that? You know what? Uh, back in the day, you could. They had this, and I'm, I'm, this is gonna be fucking boring. You can cut it out. Brad. No, let's keep going. I don't know. With I'm this. kind of interested. <laughs> Literally back in the day when uh, when I first started at Laporte Seamless Gutter uh, 12 years ago, uh, we had the ability to literally get any sort of color you wanted, Sherman Williams, whatever. Yeah, you right. could send it to a specific company, a gutter coil, and they would literally bake it on in that color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just a process. And that company went out of business and no longer oh. does it. And so now you are just left with whatever is stock available from the certain suppliers that are like, I mean, there's four or five main suppliers in the United States of gutter coil. Um, we have 16 stock colors and then we have access to like 85 more. Okay. Uh, uh, but a lot of times we do get that question like, hey, I've got this dark gray kind of kind of blue, you know, and we're like, well, we have country blue or navy mm-hmm. and we don't really have, you know, so a lot of people do have to paint their gutters. Can I get like blue. a highlighter yellow gutter? No, the, uh, the more outlandish it is, the more, the more yeah. likely that you're not going to be able to do it. What about beet red? Actually, uh, regal red is like a very, very bright red, like not a barn red, like no, a no, bright red. I want beet red. It's like a deep red, well, yeah. no, we, like a red wine. Right. Yeah, well, we, we do. We've got a, a scotch red, which is a, which is very, very much. We've got a burgundy. We have a. But these have are a all beet. real colors. Yeah. Uh, we don't have beet red, but we do have a rosewood. Okay. Um, which is very similar to that. What so about we, mahogany? Uh, we have a mocha. Okay. Mm. And we have a, a musket brown. Do you have one that musket looks like brown. musket brown, which is a ch- much more of a chocolate brown, that, like okay. a dark chocolate brown? What about yeah. mustard yellow? Mustard yellow? No, I think the closest to yellow that we have is like a classic cream. Okay. What kind yeah, of greens like you got? Almond. We have a Grecian green. Ooh. Uh, we have forest green. Okay. We have I like a hunter green. green, which oh. is you think those are not like, the same. The, it's weird. Forest green is a very deep dark forest. Right. And hunter green is more of a a, a, a soft green. 
Okay. Like a, like a lighter green. Okay. Do you have There's one that looks well. like a wood? You know, like a no, wood. like Ooh, a actual wood, wood, uh, wood grain. No, the only the only textualized gutters that we have is Galvalume, which is the gutters that are on my house. Are it looks like a a, a non finished finish, like it's a the steel finished look. Oh, oh, okay. That's what that's the only kind of texturized gutter. You what about camouflage gutters? Ooh. We don't have camouflage. No. Uh-uh. Polka dots. No polka dots either. Do you yeah. ones with Looney Tunes on them? We do not have any. Like, that would sell. That would honestly, like, yeah. I would love just have yeah. that roll out. It's just, but because the gutter gets formed in the machine, it would just be like yeah. all the mis- uh-huh. misformed. Yeah. Like Daffy Duck just looks really like, well, he's got some problems. Tweety or, is already kind of misformed. Or you, yeah. or you just make it so that when you fit it in the machine, the pattern is such that it looks like Daffy Duck is hanging off the gutters. Oh, You're, these are love all it. great ideas, yeah. guys. Or like a Christmas Argyle pattern for the holidays. Oh, that'd be so nice. I went to a home show a few years ago, and again, cut all this up. <laughs> but <laughs> they had pre-drilled holes through the lip of the gutter that you could, that had LED lights in them, so you could literally oh. year round just have the lights, and then you had a thing on your phone that could change the colors any color you want. So people would do it for Fourth of July. That's and then awesome. That's autumn cool. colors. Yeah. a good idea. It was actually pretty cool. How much yeah. at the same time? Isn't it? Those were those were an additional like twenty dollars a. Foot. Oh, jeez! Wow. Yeah. What a fucking like right now, rip, man! Because yeah. of the fuck gutter companies <laughs> with the with the pandemic and everything, we're actually right around like six dollars a foot right now, which is kind of high historically, but right in line with expectations because we've had like seven price increases in the in the past year because of everything. But to tack on another like twenty, they were like, oh yeah, and it's only like so your gutter price will be like twenty six dollars a foot. I'm like what? What? So this no. company wants to drill holes into gutters. Uh huh. Does that? Do decrease the effectiveness? No. Do they give you the lights? Yeah, uh, that all comes with it. Okay. Like it's a, it's oh my a, god! It's if they didn't give you the lights, yeah. I'd be like garbage. <laughs> well, just, they actually just pre-drill holes for twenty. Yeah, bucks that's all they do. <laughs> I, someone's doing it. Yeah. yeah. Someone's Can you imagine doing it. of like that one critical light going out, and you're like. I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> yes, open oh, that's gutter. a good point. Like, yeah, because the yeah. strand of lights it's on like your Christmas tree goes out. Find a pre-lit tree. <laughs> so that's been Gutter Talk, uh, brought to you by Laporte Seamless Gutter. I love it. We've got Forest Green. Yeah, nice. that was nice. Well, thanks, uh, guys. Also, uh, check out SlashFilm.com no, if you want to. get back to this. Um, I also appear on the SlashFilm Daily Podcast, where we talk about the latest movie and TV news on there uh, with our core staff, and uh, on there a couple times a week usually. Uh, listen to our radio show, Bed and Brand Beyond. We talked about it earlier. WIMS 95.1. Check it out on the Facebook page if you want to stream it from anywhere. MCEscape.com. If you're in Northwest Indiana, anywhere, even if you listen to Chicago, it's worth the drive, guys. we got a serial killer room. Mm-hmm. It's just in time for the Halloween holiday. The feedback has been tremendous. MCEscape.com to book. It's best with four to six people. That's what the feedback we're getting. It's a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, and, of course, look Chuck, forward, it, junk, look Chuck to... it Junk Removal. Oh, okay, well. Call Chuck It 219 219- Seven zero seven nine one one seven. If you got crap in your basement, you want us to come get it. And what were you going to say, Brad? Uh, the Boogie Nights room is coming to. <laughs> yes, that's going to be a good one. Oh. Uh, and also, if you like the stupid snacks and drinks that I, we talk about on this show, and uh, also over on Ben Brandon Brown, check out my uh, Instagram feed, Brad's Junk at Look at Brad's Junk, talking about new snacks, soft drinks, collectibles, whatever tickles my fancy. Uh, I actually had a good mail uh, week last week. I got some cool shit sent to me, so check that out on the old Instagram page. All right. Well, Ben, Susan, Brad, thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye, uh, Thanks for being on the podcast, no, guys. Yay. Uh, it's so great. Bye, everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?